Hi, Tom. Hello, Kevin. Welcome back in our studio. It's a yearly tradition. Yeah. Um, I look back at some of your predictions of, of last year's, and I must say you're mostly spot on. <laughs> um, and I, I was wondering, because in the past we already talked about AI, and AI yeah. is still a big topic, but for you as a trend watcher, is AI still a trend, something you keep looking at, or is it already past and, and, and over the hype? Uh, uh, it's interesting. And, uh, um, AI is is definitely something that I've been watching for years. Um, I think that at the end of 2022, mm -hmm. with the start of, of OpenAI, ChatGPT, um, uh, the talk about the, the hype about mm -hmm. AI uh, was faster than I could imagine. And I, I know I was uh, doing lectures on technology and AI uh, during that time. And I all the time asked, who of you use AI? And there was no, no response, <laughs> no one. And then I saw that growing. It was October, November, December, January, February of 2000. It, in just a few months, it, 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 just, it, crazy, it yeah. just exploded. And and I think the, 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 the beauty of the system or the scariness of the system is that it's learning. It's learning by the amount of people that are using it. Um, so I think that it, it, it will not stop. It will only become bigger and bigger and bigger. But is it the hype? There, if you look at a trend, a trend most of the time goes very slowly. And, some, and sometimes you have a hype and it comes back, but it always ends up on a higher position than it started. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's watching several waves and then look what's underneath it. And, and you know that story about people overestimate the power of, of tomorrow and underestimate the power mm -hmm. of the next 10 years, 20 years. So um, I think, and it's also the, in the, the hype cycle of Gardner, we see that um, generative AI, generating images and text and video is on the top. Uh, is 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 on the maximum peak of the hype. Sometimes a little bit over, even. Mm -hmm. um, so there, I I suspect that the next months and, and and year, there will be some kind of slowing down. The technology will not slow down, but maybe the use of it will slow down. Maybe there are some laws against it. Maybe there's some like you should expect that there there is some kind of elements that kind of slow things down that that are going to be less interesting yeah, if you look at laws alone copyright infringements yeah. yeah it's it's nobody knows how it, it will work because the battles need to be fought yeah yeah there are a lot of battles and and uh, i think there's also a, a big contrast between people are using it people are understanding it and people who are not yet Mm -hmm. There, they, uh, so many people just don't know how it works or, or where to go to, or there's such a big difference. Um, and uh, also those people need to have time to, to come to us and, and, and to join the idea of, of, of using uh, AI as, as, as a way and, and the impact on it on, on, on every aspect of mm -hmm. life is going to be, going to be big. So I keep on monitoring it. 
um, I have, I really believe that that is going to be the impact of it is going to be massive. I, I, I truly think that at this moment we can't foresee yet what the impact is going to be of AI, and and sometimes it's a bit scary. I, mm -hmm. I'm I'm really fascinated today about uh, the AI companionship. If you uh, if you're now already on Snapchat, you have an AI companionship from Snapchat. It doesn't work well, and and then it's frustrating. But give it maybe five years or ten years. There's a story of uh, Esther Perel. Esther Perel is is one of the most famous uh, uh, relationship ther mm -hmm. uh, therapy yeah. uh, therapists, and um, there was a guy called Alex. I. I I can't remember his family name, um, Alex, and 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 he, this guy went to break break up and and uh, contacted Esther Perel, but of course Esther Perel doesn't have time to to do yeah. this, and that guy was a bit uh, of a nerdy guy and a bit into AI, so um, he searched for all the data, all the stories, all the podcasts, and all the videos uh, of Esther Perel, and he, he put it in an AI system and called it AI Esther. And um, so AI Esther helped him to go through the breakup. And he, he, he talked with, with AI Esther every day. And uh, Esther Perel later on uh, saw the script and, and saw what happened. And she, she was like, well, this, this, this actually is pretty good. Mm -hmm. the, the, the problem is about people is that they're not so easy to understand from a mathematical point of view like mm -hmm. they are not average people do weird things and and we try to explain it but there's no way you can explain it and you mm -hmm. definitely can't explain this with averages um but if you look at our um mental well-being the, the the market and and and, and people struggling uh because maybe we can mm -hmm. talk about it later on as well mm -hmm. um yeah this is incredible this is wonderful that in the future, maybe a lot of people can first contact their AI therapist before going to. But uh, the scary thing about this is, I don't know whether you've seen them, but there are two Black Mirror uh, yeah. episodes about similar things where you lose somebody but, but bring them back in an AI version and so, something yeah. like that. A few years ago, they looked very futuristic and no. unrealistic. Yeah. But if you see what technology already brings and yeah. how close we are to that, I totally agree that big things will come out of AI. Yeah. But indeed, maybe we're now at the top of the height, uh, hype and yeah, it, it will fall back a little bit, uh, giving room maybe for also other uh, technological yeah. evolutions we've seen in the past and will come back. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, what, what fascinates me in, in the event industry or, or, or the content makers, there's a, a girl, um, Caitlin, and uh, she's a Snapchat uh, influencer, mm -hmm. 2 million followers. And probably she was tired to all the time response on all the questions and online. And she, so she created an AI version of her. Um, yeah, AI Caitlin, I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. Um, and uh, it costs you $1 to have a conversation with the AI version. And the AI version can uh, text you, can talk to you, can send pictures to you. Everything AI generated. 
mm-hmm. based on all the video yeah. of that of that woman. Um, she earned a lot of money with it. Uh, after seven days, the, the the system went completely local because after a few minutes, the system started talking about sex. It was learning from it was learning always le- learning from the audience. It's like you know humans they want to talk about sex. So, uh, so it, it yeah they got a little bit of work there, um, but now the system that she created to do this. Uh, by the way, that system is created by a person who's actually, uh, he lost his dad, mm-hmm. same story, lost his dad, and want to keep on talking with his dad. That's why he started that system. Now, people like Aitlin is, is, is using this. But now that person, well, is he's in jail. So I, I don't know the right story, but I think he's in jail. And the system went down. And now the AI version of Caitlin isn't there anymore. <laughs> so now people are really, um, yeah, they, they're going to break up because they're, their companion, their is, companion gone. is gone. And not because that companion hates you, not because of the CEO of the software <laughs> is in jail. It's incredible. It, it, it's fun to see um, how things will evolve. And for me, imagine that one of my favorite authors like Seth Godin, like imagine that there is an AI version or, or, or Timothy Ferris, like an AI version of Timothy Ferris. And then every time I have a problem in my company, I, I, I can talk with AI version of Timothy Ferris and I can and get his thoughts to me. It would be impossible for me to, to sit down with Timothy Ferris for, for two hours, for three hours to think about my business. But with the AI version, mm-hmm. or think about a guy who's he or she's fourteen years old and is dreaming of a football career, and and, and then you can talk with the AI version of of company. Mm-hmm. He's, he can be in your ear, helping you, pushing you further, but also maybe the AI version of Sandra Beccari, who's helping you with 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 a with a healthy lunch and so on and so on and so on. So. Maybe. But also applications for events. Eh? Of course. Possibly if you organize a, a conference on a certain topic and have kind of the, the conference expert on that topic where you can chat with or yeah, some star you, you, you feature on your festival where you can have conversations with. It opens a lot of possibilities. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and maybe it's more easy for because in, in Belgium, the, the worst thing, I, I, I do a lot of lectures on mm-hmm. events. And the worst thing is at the end of the, my lecture is, are there, are there any questions? <laughs> like in Belgium, it's hotter, like, damn. Uh, <laughs> and then everybody's quiet. But maybe it's more easy to talk to an AI companion about how yeah. you feel with certain trends and certain future visions. And that AI companion can maybe take all, all the stories of the audience, put it together, put it in certain questions, and then we have questions. Yeah. That's on the lips of everybody, but nobody nobody dares to ask. Dares to ask like, who? Oh, I would like to see those questions. Uh, no, I, I truly believe in, in the idea of an AI companionship, and I think that maybe AI, generative AI, will slow down a bit. On LinkedIn, all those all those texts of AI, you just you just see it. You, you just see that it's AI generated. Yeah. Um, so I, I think there's going to be some slowing down. But on the other hand, I think. We are in in election year, and oh, that will be fun. And, yeah, I, did, I didn't thought about and that. Generative AI and visuals is going to be part. Deepfake is going to be part of the elections, uh, and 
what I see today, there's it's it's not going to be uh, a gentle election. Um, so so I think that there's also a lot of opportunities. So maybe from that direction, there's going to be pushed down. Like mm -hmm. let's 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 slow down. But okay. yeah, in 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 the backstage talk we had, um, you said okay, AI is indeed um, maybe over the top, but will bring big things in the future. But you also said there are other technologies that are coming back, uh, like, yeah. for example, um, Bitcoin, blockchain, that yeah. kind of things. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're looking forward this year and next year to the evolutions in crypto. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Every year there seems to be something else that's on top of the mind that everybody asking to, to, to write about, to talk about. Today is generative AI. Mm -hmm. um, few years back, it was NFTs and metaverses and and, and crypto and blockchain. <clears throat> but uh, in I think it's going to be in April. It's going to be the, the the Bitcoin halving, where the miners get almost only the, the, the half of, of of the money they receive for all their work. Mm -hmm. So Bitcoin. Um, <clears throat> so there's going to be again a pressure on the market. Um, and what we see in the past, and trend watching is a lot about recognizing patterns. Mm -hmm. um, and we see in the past all the time that that was the moment that there is a lot of um, yeah, evolutions on the market, prices going up, going down, a lot of articles. Uh, so I expect that April, May, there's going to be more articles on, on blockchain and maybe in the year ahead, it's going to be more about all those new crypto uh, stories of, of, of scams, <laughs> but also of opportunities. Because I know that a few years back, there were a lot of events thinking about what can we do with NFTs? What can we do with... And, and maybe they stopped past two years, past three years. And I should look back into it. Um, I should advise, please, Reconsider. Reconsider it. It's the moment. It's, the moment uh, it's, it's, it's not yet a moment to launch it, but it's the moment to again take a look at it, see what's possible. Because there were no articles mm -hmm. written about it. But again, it's like same as AI, the technology kept on growing and kept on being better and better and better. I, I know that one of the uh, the negativity around blockchain was the impact on, on, on energy. Yeah. Uh, if 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 you um, see like for instance Ethereum, well, I think that's one of the m most popular uh, uh, systems where where people can build a blockchain, mm -hmm. uh, crypto. Um, I think they they reduce the the the, the use of energy with ninety nine percent. Like snap. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it, it's incredible. Imagine that our electric car tomorrow say, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. 99% less energy uh, we're going to use. Like it, 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 it is incredible. So yeah, there's a lot of great things going on. Um, but the most important thing is based on the patterns of the past is that you can expect the second half of, of, of 2024 that there's going to be more stories more startups more people who are interested in and maybe again those stories about okay what can we do mm -hmm. as an event can we give people certain crypto can we can we let them invest in our in our idea can we exchange nfts uh, and so on all all those maybe even metaverses 
I think that's a bit too soon, but but maybe yeah. uh, like maybe you know maybe first first maybe think of of the blockchain again. Uh, um, yeah, I'm I'm curious. Let's say uh, I've read you also did some research in the sports yeah industry, which might have a link to the event industry. Yeah, so uh, uh, Sports Vlaanderen asked me um, to to do research on on trends uh, among Gen Z and Gen Alpha. Uh, Who is Gen Alpha? Gen Alpha are the youngest. They're under the age of 12. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Talking with Generation Alpha about the future of mobility, that's not an easy one. Consider a boy or a girl who's three years old. Like, how do you see the future of mobility? How do you see the future of event industry? What, what do you think? Uh, it's difficult. But but we can talk about Generation Alpha because my colleague is is finishing his book on Generation Alpha. He calls Generation Zalpha. It's between Z and Alpha. Yeah. Um, from the event industry, if you're uh, focusing on, on, on people who are teenagers, people in your 20s, that's Generation Z. Generation Alpha are, are really the youngest. Mm. Um, and of course, from the sports initiatives, yeah, there are a lot of people who are five years old, six years old, and it's the first time they go to a club and start playing football or uh, soccer, they start playing tennis, whatever. Huh? Um, so it's a very important age for them. Um, we have 11 trends uh, something like that it's, it's 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 very interesting and they can look it up sports vlaanderen yeah. you, will, you will see the entire report it's in dutch and in english uh, but one of the trends uh, i thought was very interesting for the event industry is the idea of wild and ugly mm -hmm. um how to be attractive for a younger audience and um it's a little bit based on 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 the influence of tiktok for them short attention span uh snackable content video uh but also ai system that says who can see what and yeah what is successful most of the time things are successful because it's very uh, wild and ugly and uh, a goblin mode is is one of the words of 2022 um uh, uh yeah being gobbly being weird uh um so the question is, how can a sport be wild, weird and ugly? Or, or in your case, how can an event space be yeah. wild and ugly? And uh, maybe we can learn, well, because you, you can think, okay, well, we do some snackable content. Uh, yeah, okay, uh, art, and please don't ask me that, because I, I, I would hate that. <laughs> why, why not give lectures of five minutes, you know, something like that. <laughs> Not me, by the way. <laughs> uh, but but maybe we, we can think about, okay, how can we play long? But if you look at sports, there were a few great examples. Uh, for instance, Red, Red, uh, Red Bull. Red Bull. Red Bull. Red Bull. <laughs> Red Bull are, are thinking about baskets and, and they're doing now three to three. Uh, play to make the match shorter. To make match, so they make the match shorter and with less players. So it's it's fun to watch, it's easy to watch, and it's fast. Um, okay. If you look at Formula In, Formula One races, yes. they're also rethinking, experimenting with new elements, short races, more spectacular, uh, again, to, to, to get the attention. Because it appears that for a lot of um, sports uh, games, uh, the attention is too long 
for a younger but you generation. Did, did research based on Gen Alpha, Gen Z, Z, that kind of age races, but doesn't it apply to all of us? Because also older generations get used to the, the, the fast content. And I must admit, maybe it's the age that's also possible, but I must admit that my patience to watch a very long movie, to go to a very long event, to my concentration span is, is getting shorter some, somehow. Um, yeah. First, if you look at generations, it's if you talk about generation, generation is always the average of a certain age group. Mm -hmm. um, it's not about you. It's not about it. It's it's about the average. Um, but what I found interesting because I'm I'm doing research on youth trends for twenty years, Amanda. What I find interesting is that for someone who is 16 years old, 17 mm -hmm. years old, something that is existing for two years, three years, for them, it's normal. For them, it is the only thing that they know. If someone, if something exists for two years or three years, for our age group, mm -hmm. it's new. <laughs> yeah. That's why we keep on talking about new media. What the fuck, <laughs> new media? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah. Um, so it uh, f for us, it, it it yes, we are also adapting, but it's 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 slower. Okay. Um, um, and there are differences, but then maybe that's that's for mm -hmm. another uh, edition. Um, so I've, yeah, I find really one other example was uh, the tennis federation mm -hmm. in England. Uh, uh, tennis is declining. Um, yeah, we are all, all playing padel now. We're right? all playing padel and watch out for pickleball that's coming next. <laughs> I don't want to know. Yeah, pickleball. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the first uh, uh, in the research question was the future of tennis, was the future of sports. Yeah. And you start talking with sport lovers like athletes and organizers, club owners. And, and they all talked about pickleball. And that's interesting because because when everybody say that that's going to be the future, I always get suspicious. <laughs> 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 What's going on here? Uh, but pickleball. Um, now, uh, no, the 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 tennis uh, federation in England saw that there's a declining tennis because indeed more and more people are playing padel. Um, so it's not about the the racket and the ball. It's just just about tennis. Mm -hmm. Um, and they now launched a campaign that says, uh, your court, your rules. So you, you can you can rent the courts at a tennis court for like an hour, but then you can do what you want. Like, you want to play padel or, or do you want to play tennis or you want to have a tennis racket or, or, or maybe something that you created on your own, like very DIY. Do uh, you want to do it with one-on-one -on -one or two-on-two -two or maybe 10 against 10? Your court, your rules. And I, I really love this idea because I know that a lot of clubs or federations or they, they would not, they, 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 it needs to be in their format. But imagine that you do this for, for like, like a one day event or an afternoon event just to attract a different audience. And maybe amongst their new audience, maybe there is someone who says, you know what, Dennis could be cool. And but, but I, I don't know whether you went to that extent in your research, but is it also clear why tennis was a problem? Is it because it's, yeah, well, depending on how good you play, it's a long format, or is it just because, oh, it's an old retro game, or is it a combination, or? 
I'm not sure, and my research didn't went that far. It, it okay. was not specific on on the future of a certain sport. It was broader, broader uh, in general. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I can only I, I yeah, it, it it's difficult to to um, to get an answer right because I'm I'm not sh I'm not sure. It, it it most of the time when because uh, uh, I for instance I don't know if tennis is declining in Belgium. I actually honestly have no clue. Yeah. Um, but most of the time when a sport is declining, it's not only because of, it has several reasons. It's a combination. It's a combination. Uh, no, the reason why I'm, I was asking is because if you're an event organizer and you see some decline in attention for your events, it's worthwhile to start looking, okay, where it, does it come from and what can I do about it? And the trends you, you, you share are yeah, very insightful already to help look forward and try new angles, try um, yeah, new takes on, on, on your event like the Tennis Federation did with yeah. play by your own rules. It's, it's their interpretation of, okay, something needs to change. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and we need to attract another type of audience, uh, yeah, to not end that at the end. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, I, I think playfulness uh, is 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 a very important aspect in here. Don't take yourself too serious. I know that you're used to certain structures, uh, but but keep keep it fun and 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 see what you can do. And also, do not you don't have to be uh, scared of the uh, ugliness, the weirdness, um, and you need to get out of your own comfort because mm -hmm. I know a lot of events, they need to be, everything needs to be clean, everything needs to be beautiful, everything needs to be perfectly prepared. But I I don't know how many events I attend every year, but it's, it's a lot, it's one or two a week. Mm -hmm. If I look back, the greatest experience were experiences that were not organized. Mm -hmm. It was something that happened. It was something that went wrong. Like, <laughs> but 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 uh, yeah, uh, have fun. Um, yeah. Another thing you brought to my attention, we need to talk about today is the way we work. Yeah. Flexi jobs yeah. are becoming a big thing. Yeah. On the one hand, you we have the struggle in the events industry that we need some legal um, uh, platform to, to be able to, 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 uh, to have flexi workers. On the other side, and that's something you know a lot about, is that people want to do flexi jobs. The, uh, the whole way how we work is, is, is changing. Can you elaborate a little bit on that? Yeah, in the past two, three years, I've been doing some research on flexi um together with now jobs and uh it's interesting to see that a lot of people in in belgium actually really want to have a, a second job um uh, feel the necessity to to have some extra income um and if you ask people why do you want a second job why you want to do this because there's also netflix <laughs> yeah <laughs> why you do this uh then we see um well, the maybe more negative side effect that there's a lot of people that need a second job. Just they just need the money to come, come around. Yeah. They just need to survive. 
And that group is growing because we saw that in one year time, uh, growing from 11 to 17%. So this is growing. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm looking forward to the next data of Wallonie to see how this is evolving over there. Um, uh, but then most of the people who do a second job, um, they do this because they they want something extra. They want to they want to travel or they they want to buy that new piece of technology. Mm -hmm. um, most of them are actually just doing it for for that little bit of extra. Um, and then there are other uh, elements: um, uh, uh, meeting people, uh, that social aspect, like meeting other people. Uh, you, it's you, like a you, hobby. It's like yeah, it's like a hobby. <laughs> but but then you earn something. <laughs> it's it, it's a better way than need to pay for it. <laughs> no, so it it uh, variation is also interesting. Definitely with people above thirty. Imagine that you have an uh, a desk office, like yeah, you have a job in your computer. And in the weekend or on Friday evening, you just you just love to have some variation. You you like to be surrounded by people. You like to be at an event, uh, working there, walking around, stalking, tapping, whatever. You know? yeah. That variation is very, very uh, powerful reason why people do this. But you said especially above 30. Yeah. Does that mean that there is a difference in the age group? Yeah, that's interesting. I, I think that if you're 30 and above, you're working for a few years and like, yeah, I like the work, but I can use some variation. So that's why they search variation. And, and maybe it's a good thing because maybe when they find variation during the weekend that they can come back on Monday fully energized and doing the same thing all over <laughs> that they're doing already for a few years. But people in their 20s, we see that they also are searching for something to deeper focus on on, on their actual job. So they, they are interested in doing a flexi job, maybe with a competitor. In the same in, industry. In the same industry. Um, and I think that <clears throat> it's interesting because uh, I think a lot of employers don't like that idea, um, but maybe we can, we, can, we can do something with that. Maybe we mm -hmm. can, maybe some companies can work together to think about recruitment, retention, and, and, and work with flexis uh, and to share them because uh, uh, there's a lot of powerful elements of, of doing a second job. You mm -hmm. get to learn more people, you, you train skills that you don't train when you're on, on your only job. Um, so they're, they're, you have and not income. only for the employee, also no. for the employer. Yeah, and also for the employer. Um, people are maybe more happy. Maybe people stay longer with you because you have the flexibility to. So there, there are several. But you need to have a, op a more open mind as employer uh, for for your people to also work for the competition. That's not an easy one, eh? but but maybe you can you can state that that there is a possibility that there is an end in in employment uh, monogamy. Mm -hmm. uh, that we're gonna not only choose for one employer, that we're gonna go from the one to the other, and 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 maybe also work for different competitors. Um, and you can you can see this as as a negative element, and but but you can also try to use this and try to maybe work together and see how can you share because every event industry, every every event company, they work with peak moments. Mm -hmm. 
and and so yeah you, you can't have have all your people all the time with you so you have those peak moments and then flexi is perfect uh, but also and that's that's what i never uh, yeah really thought about is at an event you need a lot of people but you also need or key positions some really yeah more experienced um uh, people knowing that there is a group of people 30 plus with maybe very responsible jobs in their daytime are also willing and open that there is a market for it to come to your event and take some responsibility in a totally com other context it, it brings opportunities because now we, we, we typically look at the very young people uh, uh, interimers and and, and 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 people like that but I think there's a real value to get some experienced people as well. No, but definitely, but 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 even people above 55, and for them, uh, the the local aspect is is important, and uh, um, and 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 the, the the family feeling that they that they know other people that they're working at. So mm. there needs to be a very good vibe. Um, but also, people above 55, 65, they are really they really like to work. They, they, um, Maybe for them it's maybe less about the money, but but variation, seeing people, structuring in their life. So there's a lot of opportunity, not only for people in your twenties, but definitely uh, all the way. And, and the beautiful thing is that if you have uh, a team surrounding you of different generations, different age groups, it's way more interesting for the audience because because mm -hmm. they can relate to, they can listen to each other, they can help each other out. Um, uh, it's also like if, if, if you're, if you're, and I, I think we, we talked about that a few years ago, if you're surrounded by different generations as a company, you're smarter, mm -hmm. uh, you, you, you can, your respond, your reaction on, on, on problem is, is way better because, because you have the ability to, to think from the other perspective. That's why a lot of startups fail because you only have people in their young twenties surrounding them. Yeah. Um, uh, so make that variation and, and thanks to flexi it's interesting yeah but yeah the last trend we we, <laughs> we 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 were going to to talk about now i'm really thinking because you mentioned <laughs> some term but i'm not in the target audience group <laughs> i think because i can't remember it please no no me. yeah it's it's the lulu it, it is yeah. yeah it's 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 funny um the Lulu, but yeah, you need to explain that because <laughs> you tried before, but you lost yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, but you, you need to remember the Lulu is your Solulu. <laughs> okay, now, now I'm more lost. <laughs> no, but it is it is just a a, a hype on on TikTok, and um, but I think it's way more deeper than that. Maybe today is a hype, but it. Yeah, underneath there there is some powerful ideas. Um, during... let, let's start with explaining what it is about because yeah. I have the feeling more people in the audience might not recognize it. <laughs> uh, delulu is is delusional thinking. Okay, and delusional thinking is kind of harsh. Is 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 negative, but delulu is fun, and um, maybe before we. We try to give examples, um, take a step back. Um, during uh, COVID, our well-being dropped. Mm -hmm. 
but there's a research done by Lululemon, the, the fashion brand, um, uh, at the end of last year. And we saw that um, actually global well-being uh, is the same as in 2009, 2020. So yes, uh, there's, we're not stuck down at our homes, uh, uh, but we're not feeling good. And um, definitely amongst Generation Z, uh, Generation Z and men apparently as well. Okay. Um, the, the, the great thing about the report was that there is a solution. Apparently uh, people are more happy or people that sport in a regular uh, basis uh, together with other people. They give more time to their loved ones, friends, dearest friends. Um, and they are opening up a wide range, a wide scala of emotions. So they not only talk about the positive emotions, mm -hmm. but also the, yeah, the searching ones. So if you do ones. those three things, you, you feel better. You feel better. Wow. Is that... We solve the world problems? <laughs> <laughs> All those wars just... Just go do Padel or... Do, do Padel! Yeah. Do some pickleball. <laughs> and spend some time with your friends. Um, now, um, what we see during 2019, 2020, people start manifesting. Um, start uh, imagine uh, a positive outcome. And, and, and so that by manifesting, we, we become that positive outcome. That's why all the time on Instagram, so people are sharing positive thoughts. You can do this. Yeah, it, it looks like everybody's very happy. Yeah. And everybody is, everybody's wonderful. And if, if, if there's something negative in your life, embrace the positivity. And, and uh, other people have different problems. Like, you know, like, yeah. we, we, we are okay. Like, um, and, and people are reinventing their career. They're reinventing their, 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 their life. Like, um, everything is possible and you're in power of your control and your future, whatever. But we saw this past years that actually this has a negative impact. So you, you don't talk about positivity, you actually talk about uh, toxic positivity. Yeah, you must feel you positive. You must feel positive. You, you are able to create that million dollar business. You are able to lead this type of life as long as you manifest that you, that you understand. But then you just wake up and you're completely tired and you don't know what to do and 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 I don't know you're stressed or you whatever how you feel and and then you see all those positive thoughts and actually those positive thoughts yeah makes makes a very negative impression on you and and suddenly you you're only watching Netflix you know yeah. um, and I think that if you look at Dululu Dululu is is maybe. Uh, a younger answer to this is maybe um, an evolution to manifesting where we keep on trying to stay positive in this fucked up world um, with a lot of uncertainty. Um, I need to deal with this a lot as a future thinker because mm -hmm. it used to be way more fun to talk about <laughs> the future. Um, uh, but there's a lot of um, negativity, but people try to stay positive uh the only reason why people wake up um but it's not just by manifesting but but by being delulu by mm -hmm. delusional by thinking on a positive way on a very delusional way so um an example mm -hmm. um you have a 
crush on someone and you're you're texting but your crush is not responding so rationally drama, drama you know the feelings are not mutual yeah that's your realistic self and probably that's also true <laughs> um but from a delulu perspective you just keep in mind well maybe he's writing a love letter mm -hmm. it takes more time yeah it takes more time so just be patient and so it, but the way you pronounce it the way you address this the way you talk about this online is you actually know that's not true but what if and you make a little bit fun of and it. you make a little bit fun of it and so in it if you look at the lulu it's it is a vibe it is it is funny it's laughing with yourself but keep on being positive it is somehow is a coping mechanism definitely um uh, it's also a bit of trying to stay positive um but it's also maybe talking about mental problems or talking about difficult problems in a fun way because mm -hmm. because by saying well maybe he's try writing a love letter you actually show that you are weak you show mm -hmm. that you're waiting you show that you like and and if you only say stay positive then then no then you don't show your 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 doubts your negative emotions uh, you just keep on being happy while the world is is is, is gone off <laughs> yeah yeah and i think I, I, I'm not the, the, the person who will do that, but there, there are creative people out, out there who can take that vibe and convert it into a clubbing concept or, or in a festival, or there is something happening which can be used also for events. Yeah, definitely. I, uh, well, one of the most easy um, answers is Please be careful with all those events saying that you can do your own startup and that you can stay strong and you can stay positive and you can watch out because it's not true. People sometimes feel very, yeah, left mm -hmm. behind or, or, or stuck or, um, and, and understand that there are other types of emotions and, um, uh, and maybe be a bit more delulu, maybe yeah. a bit more try to have. And maybe it's also connected to the to the wild and the weird and and, and the ugliness that we talked about. Uh, uh, but but don't don't only say that people need to be positive. Mm -hmm. There is a broader scale of emotions, and maybe humor, uh, maybe being be a little bit of delusion, can help um, uh, talk about other types of emotions. Can help. Uh, people connect with each other during events on a deeper level uh, and, and maybe help people forward. Yeah. All right, Tom. Um, thank you again for sharing all those insights you gathered uh, in the last few years to, um, to uh, project on the, on the future. Thank you for coming over. You're welcome. Let's say a bit the Lulu. <laughs> Indeed, you will. <laughs> and you at home, thank you for watching our show. I hope to see you next week.